All right, all right. Here's another episode of More Later. We're going to get started in just a minute, but I just wanted to point out that about two and a half or three minutes into this episode, there's some um, background crackling noise. It's with the recording. I think it's from when I was holding my phone up to the microphone to show Brian a recording. So it's not with your listening device. It's just with the recording, and it just lasts like 45 seconds or so. So my apologies for it. I couldn't figure out how to get rid of it in editing, um, but it doesn't last long, thankfully, because it's quite annoying. But uh, just power through that, and the rest of the episode is smooth sailing. All right. This thing, did you see this story about the guy punching the airplane seat? No. Okay, so this was this has been like all over like social media. Was he watching media. a basketball game? No, he was punching it because this the woman in front of him, mm-hmm. he's sitting in the back row of the airplane. Mm-hmm. And the woman in front of him reclines her seat. Right. And he can't recline his seat because he's in the back apparently. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there with like his phone. I should show, I'm going to see if I can pull this up and show it to you so you can kind of get the effect of it. But he's sitting there with his phone and he's just like endlessly like tapping her seat, like mm-hmm. just constant. And you can see her like, it's not clear to me who was taking the video. I think I read um, that the woman was taking the video, but. Um, I'm not really sure. So there's a bunch of like, you know, people are kind of questioning. Yeah, here it is. Oh gosh, it's two two minutes in. And apparently he was, why is his face blacked out on this? His, they shouldn't black out his face if he's gonna, yeah, his face is blacked out on this? Oh no, okay. Um, the, the guy's ridiculous. And the guy, like, he's, that to me is just like psychopath. Like, what do you... Passive aggressive. Yeah, like, so... In, but so, like, entitled, too. Mm-hmm. Like... I think the seat reclining on an airplane is now considered uh, impolite. Yeah, but, I mean... Maybe it's impolite, but that's like next level impolite. That's like ridiculous. Like if if you don't want if you don't want the person in front of you to recline their seat, you can ask them like, "Hey, can you not not do that or whatever?" Well, and this is what I've noticed. I like out of out of courtesy to the person behind me, I wouldn't recline my seat ever. Uh-huh. But they recline, and that's the person's option. Right. When, when I was flying to um, Dave's house this past October, mm-hmm. uh, I had a person recline their seat on me, and I looked up in irritation. But yeah. then I just looked up in irritation. Right. Yeah. I, and I mean, the guy's just sitting right. there uh, watching his phone. Like, I don't know. Like, are you really losing any space? He, Is that dude losing he any space? Didn't from that? look cramped, right? At all? Yeah. And to me, if you're uh, if you're worried over that, then you should be uh, purchasing a first class right. ticket. Yeah. I mean, and like, just cut to the chase. And you're sitting in the back of the plane, man. Right. Like, that's a shitty seat anyway. Mm-hmm. So. If you chose that seat, that's your problem. Right. And if you didn't choose that seat, sorry. I mean, bad luck, whatever. But to just – and I want to know, like, who is, who's sitting next to him? Who's sitting next to her? Like, that this is going on the entire time and, like, nobody does anything. Right. To, like – and from her point of view, I'm sure, you know, she's like, well, you can just ask me to stop instead of just pounding on my seat the entire time. So what happened afterward? I don't. I never heard how it was resolved or anything, or if like she, he just did it the whole flight and then they landed and that was it or what. But like, if I was her or if I was like her husband or something, I'd be. I'd like go tell the flight attendant like, yo, I just heard that guy talking about blowing up the plane or something. Yeah. You know, like, I don't have words they, with him. That that off guy the plane. That guy tried to light his shoes on fire or right. something. Like, dude, you want to be stupid? Well, you're. It just, it's so maddening to me. Like, just that sense of entitlement of, like, you can't invade my 
space or whatever and like because you did i'm gonna just yeah. be annoying to you for the entire time instead of just like to me it's a two-pronged problem yeah I but think. to me it's like a level two problem and a level eight problem you know right. like yeah maybe she shouldn't have reclined her seat maybe she should have asked him or maybe she should whatever but like for him to just like endlessly pound the seat just that's a bit irritating yeah yeah, yeah. but actually both of them are assholes. Yeah. And and one's just more of an asshole. Yeah. Really. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it, I also wonder, like, I don't fly enough to know, like, flying. I mean, I've flown, like, once in the last, like, 15 years or something. But, like, if, if it's bad, if it's impolite to lean back in your seat, mm-hmm. like, when did that become impolite? And I know, like, flights are more cramped and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's it's just just using your fucking head. Yeah. There's less space. Don't be an asshole. Right. It's just like this fucking jerk. Like, I have this thing. So, when you fly and you eat... Mm-hmm. It travels through the plane. Mm-hmm. So don't be a fucking jerk. Like right. this one asshole, uh, I was on a flight. I, don't, I can't remember exactly where, but I do remember that he opens up the pre-prepared like bumblebee. I was just going to say like tuna. tuna. You can't do tuna on a plane. And crackers. Oh my god! And it stunk up the fucking plane. Yeah. And that's that's just being a jerk. Yeah. That, I don't yeah. care. I'm going to eat my own shit. And right. I, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Right. But don't be a jerk. Like think about other people. Right. Yeah. I think. And that's where we get in trouble. We don't... We don't think about other people. And, right. And then those reactions happen. Yeah. That's a bit m- much. I mean, I would be in agreement if he did it. Like if he accidentally kicked her chair like one time. Yeah. To uh, send a message. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. But to do that repetitively, that's pretty idiotic. Yeah. He, sh- he, sh- he should get punched in the face at him. Minimum. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also thought, wouldn't it be great if, like, to me, it, it it would just be so, like, poetic justice if you could just, like, steal his luggage or something. Like, if you got to the luggage carousel before him, mm-hmm. just, like, grabbed his bag. But, I mean, every bag looks the same, and you, I mean, you don't know what this guy's bag looks like, so you can't really do that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, I mean, I... I was going to say, you know, he deserves something, but he's getting something now. Like, everybody on social media is talking about what what an asshole this guy is, or at least, you know, seeing him be an asshole or whatever. Right. So he's he's getting some kind of punishment from that, I guess. But it just, just that kind of reaction, I can just see him, I just think it says something about him to react like that you know that's not, yeah. that's not the only situation that he has a has that kind of issue reaction right. yeah but i will say over on the way over here i had something that like one of those small things that just irritates me to no end i'm trying to turn right from onto a busy road from a at a from a cross street that doesn't have a stop sign by my house mm-hmm. okay so i'm trying to turn right there's a car in front of me that's at that same intersection who's trying to turn left so it's saturday at like 12:45 that i'm coming over here tons of traffic this guy's sitting at an intersection with no stoplight trying to turn left you're never going to get across you're, gonna, you're literally going to wait there hours because right. of the traffic pattern to get across. Why are you even trying to do this when you can go down one block and turn at a light? Or you can turn right and, like, do a U-turn or mm-hmm. something. Like, so we sat there. I'm not kidding. Like, probably two minutes and 15 seconds before he finally turned right. Like, dude, you're not going to be able to do it. You, you, it's, you just, unless you pull out and, like, piss off some people and nearly get hit, right. it's not going to work. So... 
if I could have just gone out and like pounded on his back window, I, I, I might have. <laughs> it's just annoying. And I see it all the time. And I, at that specific intersection, it just really annoys me. Right. But I don't know. Not, not worth confronting anybody about, I guess. No altercations. Yeah. Best to, uh, to not call you for uh, bail money or something for something so stupid. <clears throat> or anything in general, I guess. All right. Well, if you didn't hear about that, you probably didn't hear about this either. The crazy Uber ride, the like, the Uber driver who like is charged with kidnapping now. So, just to put it out there, um, I'm not really on social media <laughs> at all. So I have n- these like wild things that. Yeah. happen no clue well this this couple i don't i don't think i saw what city it was in but this couple get into an uber to go to dinner okay. or come home from dinner one or the other and they're you know in the back seat fine they stop and a car hits their uber from behind okay and they pull off to the side and the driver goes to get out to like exchange information or whatever and the car behind him that hit him pulls around and takes off. <laughs> so the Uber driver gets in his car and takes off after him without letting the passengers out first. Oh, they were still in They're the still car. in the back seat. Okay. So the the wife like starts live streaming on Facebook of this course. crazy Uber chase and like he's going really fast. And I read – I didn't watch the whole video, but I read at some point, like, they hit another car and then take off or something. I don't – and, like, narrowly miss a bicycle or something. And the, the woman is, like, screaming, like, let us out, let us out. And, like, the dude's just not listening. So <laughs> eventually he lets them out and then he goes on his not way. Not at the restaurant or their house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just on the side of the road. Right. So they're, like, lucky to be alive. So, and then, you know, he takes off, and I don't know if he found the guy that hit him or what, but um, the, so they track, he he was arrested and charged with, like, criminal confinement, mm-hmm. reckless driving, and, like, some other stuff. So, like, he's in big trouble now for not letting these people out when he's, they said that they wanted to get out. <laughs> and, of course, at the end of the article... They, they had all these quotes from the husband that was in the back seat. And at the end of the article, it said that whatever the husband's name was, said, we're still sore from both of the accidents. I'm sure you are. Like, I, I'm sure this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. And, like, you, you, your Uber is going to pay out some money for this, for your injuries from being rear-ended in an Uber. Have you used Uber? I have or? never used no. Uber, no. No, I've... Use it pretty frequently. Yeah. I haven't had an issue. I had one just weird thing. Um, like, I want to say three years ago, uh, my friend Lauren and I were in Grand Rapids um, doing some breweries for his birthday. And uh, it was us two and... We were heading heading to Founders, so mm-hmm. like our hotel was <clears throat> like twenty minutes from Founders, and I I uh, had the Uber ordered. It's uh, it's this older dude, maybe in his early sixties, I don't know, and he's bragging how he's been in. Grand Rapids since like seventy four, seventy five, and he uh, and he like knows everywhere. Mm-hmm. So he to show us how well he knows the area. He he disregards the GPS oh, software. So and he's talking about founders, mm-hmm. and so uh, when when founders was founded. 
They were in a different part of Grand Rapids. Oh, no. So this fucking idiot who, like, claims he knows everywhere. He knows 1990 he, he, Grand after Rapids After I, like, well. start to think about it, I'm like, I bet he's going to try to take us <laughs> to the original founders, which I don't – I have no idea where it's at. I just know it's not where the current founders oh, is. No. So we're driving around, and he takes us through this, like – historic area Mm -hmm. then he gets racist he 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 totally gets a little racist and and i'm i'm just thinking like who the fuck is this (laughs) yeah this is really happening yeah so um lauren pulls his pulls his gps up because it's taking too long yeah we're both of us know like Okay, this is off. Right. So Lauren's telling him like, like, hey, I think you you should turn here. And the guy's like, no, 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 I know this area. <laughs> and so I pull my GPS up, and we're we're driving to I don't know where. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, we had to turn back there. And he pulls his phone back up and like slams it down starts getting mad at the uber software <laughs> like <laughs> and they're like gps is so messed up blah 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 he's getting clearly irritated yeah so then we um talk him through <laughs> talking our down a little gps bit. Yeah. say okay turn here turn here and then uh we were we were probably I don't know, like 300 yards off. And he's like, where is this? And so I go, I go, let us off here. Yeah, Just, yeah. We'll walk we'll, the rest yeah. of the way. We'll figure it out. That's my worst uh, experience. Yeah. Which, I mean, wasn't too bad. Right. I bet you yeah. could, if you could collect uber horror stories. That would be interesting. I bet it'd be a good actually. podcast. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't used it. I have a friend. She was picked up early one time by at her house like you know Mm -hmm. 20 minutes early or something or half an hour early or something but then another time she left her phone in an uber Mm -hmm. and they were able to track down and like the uber driver just like went home after that so she's calling her phone but it's like in the garage so she couldn't hear it so they were able to call uber who was able to track down the driver and call the driver wow and the driver left her house and came and brought the phone back. Oh, wow. So that's like above and beyond, you know, yeah, to be able I, to get it back. What was the, most of them, I'm sure, most cool of people, them are you know. Fine people. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, that not, not going to get murdered or anything. Just if you're in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Just, <laughs> bought and, just watch out for the old guy. He doesn't. He's, Honestly, I can't even remember what his name was. So Yeah, well. Any senior citizens in Grand Rapids? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I read this article the other day about, apparently a lot of people use this term. I've never heard it before, but I get what it is called. Rusty trombone? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Look it up. Are we going to be scared if we look that up? That'll be... Is right this, under Blumpkin. Is this a new feature? <laughs> Brian gives us something horrible from Urban Dictionary to look up. Um, no, Sunday Scaries. Sunday Scaries? Yeah. Like is, okay, I haven't heard of that, but is that like worrying over work on Monday? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. No, I mean I've never heard I've never heard that before, but there was an article about how you know, that's more prominent and they said they somehow figured out the average time for the onset of Sunday scaries is 3:58 p.m. which that seems like a pretty random time, but <laughs> whatever. You know what helps out with 357, that? 357, you're fine. 358, right. too much. I want to hear what you say. Work <laughs> on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you don't have to worry about it. You won't have it. that fucking yeah. problem. Well, what they said is what 
else helps out is to like plan fun things to do like late in the weekend. So like plan something like four o'clock Sunday so you have something to look forward to and you're not like dreading going back to work like all of Sunday evening. Hmm. And I mean, I, I get that and I do... They what they they explained it as anxiety about returning to work, pressure over whether you've relaxed enough and gotten enough done during the weekend. So like there's this there's this um, like pull push and pull between the weekends being time for relaxation and like recovery and the weekends being time to get stuff done. Right. And I f- I feel that constantly all the time. Like if I'm not at work, I'm I'm should I be doing all of the things that I can do or should I be like relaxing and spending time with my kids and like, mm-hmm. or just like relaxing. And it, I, there's just never moments of where if I'm doing one thing, I'm thinking about something else that right. I could be doing, you know, or that I, that I feel like I should be doing. So I have to like take a minute to be like, okay, just forget about that other stuff you're doing. Cause if you're thinking about more than one thing, then you're not maximizing the one thing that you are doing, you know, like how relaxing is it? If you're thinking about stuff that you should be doing, like you have to block that stuff out. Right. That's how I feel. Like if I have a day to do anything I want. Right. And I end up thinking of like eight things I want to do and then reasons why I should be doing the others. Yeah. And then I end up just not doing anything at all. That's the worst thing. If you waste away. Yeah. (laughs) If you waste away a night or, or a day or whatever. Um, but it just, I, in, but it said like some people have trouble sleeping like the night before, like if they're worried about going back to work or whatever. And I'm never worried about going to work. Like I never feel like, anxiety about whether I'm going to get things done or whether it's going to be too busy or whatever. It's more just like going to work, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's not the actual job. It's that, okay, my free time is over now, you know? Yeah. Because I don't, I mean, I don't really worry about whether work is work and I do the best I can, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I've, I've heard of that, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't <laughs> you know. You seem skeptical. Well, I, oh, you, yes, very skeptical. Just it, it, like it probably is real. Okay, and. Then I want to know extra information. Mm-hmm. What are these people doing? Are they lazy in general? Yeah. Um, do they not have hobbies or other interests? Mm-hmm. Do they just work and come home throughout the week? Right. And like, so there are all these other factors that that say look in the mirror and get some shit done and you won't be so worried over going into work or just do what I do on Sunday. No, I don't really feel like working on Monday, but I'll stay up until like two in the morning just to, <laughs> just to maximize keep the it time. going. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, I guess and also I, I, I think it's a sleep thing too. I mean, I know I, I think people worry too much over how much, rest they're getting they have to get their like eight hours in and uh, okay so i mean if you're waking up at six on a monday and you have to be in in bed at 10 o'clock on sunday Mm -hmm. you're you're losing two or three hours over something you don't really need especially (laughs) when you're older i don't know lately i i mean we aren't four years old and need like 14 hours of sleep every night i know but there were three days this past week that i told my son i can't like first thing in the morning i can't wait to go to bed tonight (laughs) and and like i I understand your point like the less you sleep the more time you have to like do other stuff but there's also like 
I think I don't necessarily know if there if you have to like give up that sleep, but what you can do, and what I always find myself like, I I don't want to waste the time that I have, you right. know. So how much time am I wasting by, you know? Oh, let me just check Facebook, or oh, let me, you know, whatever. I don't know, but even just like trying to. You know, if I have an hour after the kids go to bed and before I plan to go to bed and then, okay, I have these three or four things that I can do and then I spend 40 minutes trying to decide what I want to do and then, oh, you only have 20 minutes left. Don't even bother, you know, like now that whole hour is gone. Right, right, right. You I know, so I, what I need to be better about is just like committing to doing whatever I'm going to do and then realize that there's going to be more time later to do the other stuff right, and just pick one thing and uh, and there's no wrong answer right and just be happy or not happy but just accept that like some stuff just isn't going to get done right and or some stuff is going to take longer than it has to right you know but well at at a 358 tomorrow <laughs> i'll be monitoring my attitude <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Right. But I mean, you, you bring up a good point. Like if you work on weekends, which, you know, I do the grocery shopping thing most every weekend and it, so it it never feels like there is a break, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, okay, I don't do my regular job on Saturday and Sunday, but like I just told you today, I'm trying to do like 30 orders in three days. Like, Mm -hmm. Okay, so to get that done, it's going to be like a 12-hour day today or 12 or 13 hours today, 12 or 13 hours tomorrow. Like I did it four or five hours last night. Like, all right, Monday. So like tomorrow at 3.58, I'm going to be like, all right, I just got to plow through a little bit more and then I'll get to go to work and relax on Monday. You know? (laughs) So I'm going to go to work to take it easy. Go to work to take it easy. Um, Although speaking of that, I had this job in college, which actually I had the job in high school at the grocery store that you used to come and hang out like in the evening. The best. When I worked at the customer service desk and we would just like hang out and do whatever. But then in college, I worked at a local university in like the satellite campus office. The second best job. Yeah. I think this was actually the better one because I would just sit there. I was the only person there. I had no uh, no boss. I was the only person there. There was a night a daytime person. I was the nighttime person. And I would sit there and do my homework right. and just hang out and get paid and you would come and hang out with me mm-hmm. for hours would, on hours and we would just be sitting there and talking and we would it, like we're doing the same exact thing but I'm getting paid 8.25 an hour to do it. Right. And you're not getting paid <laughs> at all. <laughs> that was a great job. It was. That is like a perfect college job. When did you leave that? When you after I graduated? Okay. Yeah. All right. Because um, yeah, I had it through through the last few years of college, and then once I graduated, I just did you work there while you worked at the grocery store also? Um, for for a couple of okay, months when right. when I left, the grocery store was going out of business. Right. So right. I stayed at the grocery store for a couple months until they went mm-hmm. out of business, and then I did work at the video store though. Yes. And it might That dad's. was in 99. That was in 99, yeah. yeah. So summer of 99, I think I went 74 straight days without a day off. Right. Between the three jobs, which is crazy. Although I'm pro- I probably do that. I, I've never thought of it, but I prob- between my real job and, my, and this grocery thing, I probably do that pretty regularly now. Probably. You know, but, and mix in this scintillating podcast that you're currently listening to. Um, anyway, Sunday scaries. I, I, the other thing that they were talking about was like this, um, I'm not going to be able to say this word right, but this in, infant, infantilization, in, in, infantilizing, inf- making things like seem like babyish to take the edge off of them. So to c- call something like the Sunday scaries to make it right. like not sound so bad. Or the other like the prostate exam. I mean, it's <laughs> prostate. Well, I mean, like, what would you call a prostate exam to to like <laughs> to make it seem yeah. less scary? <laughs> Which I mean, those are fine. It's a piece of cake. 
<laughs> Why don't you go to Urban Dictionary and invent a, <laughs> invent a okay. nicer word right. for, you know, like the, the penile probe or right. something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you can come up with something. Crack but they... Them. Right. They had know. they had something like they were talking about like the heebie-jeebies or the willies and like all of this stuff that like kind of like childish names for like right. these feel these like scary feelings because they're you know? fucking childish. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> That's what, what it is. is. Yeah. yeah, just suck it up and go to work. Damn yeah. it. Yeah, but it also said you know that this is a recent phenomenon, which. I think it, it's recent for a couple of things. One, like long ago, people were just working seven days a week. So you never got a damn day off, mm-hmm. you know. So like the idea of, you know, longing to extend your day off is kind of new. But the other thing is, you know, just the self. I think people are more, well, I, I was going to say, I think people are more, more self-aware now. But I don't know if that's true or not. Fuck but, no. But that. I think some people are that's more. way off base. I think some people are more aware of their laziness <laughs> i think some people are more aware of how negative things affect them as opposed to just enduring them you know like people have the attitude that like if there's something they don't like that they can change it as opposed to just like accepting our my lot in life mm-hmm. you know like okay if there's something you don't like you can change it you don't have to be stuck in whatever you know but, but like that going to work monday morning can't change that you got to go unless you come up with something else you know right but that's what happens they can change that they don't have to right. work that shitty job right right but like but until they'd rather you cry about it on sunday <laughs> but, but until you do you're stuck with that and like maybe you need to feel that before you decide to change it do you think do you think this uh feelings are do you think those feelings have always been there with um, with school Monday through Friday, like going to school? What do you mean for me or for well, all these for people? For all everyone? these, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like I remember like Sundays, like not like hating. Hating knowing I had to get up at you no know, what whatever six thirty right and staying up later I go remember back to school yeah. mm-hmm. like I think it's always there it's just in a different stage of her life yeah yeah that's probably true but they're making it sound more infantile now than when it really was infantile <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah I don't know I just I. But you're also right, like, the working the weekends thing, like, people who do work irregular times, mm-hmm. who don't have, just do Monday through Friday, they are experiencing it differently. Right. You know, I, I sometimes wonder they, if it's... Uh, might have it on a Wednesday. Right. But, like, I also wonder if there's pros and cons, I think, to having, like, two days off in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I love having Saturday and Sunday off, obviously, but, like... Sometimes I wish, like, it'd be nice to have, like, Monday and Thursday off. Right. You know, because then you're never working. Break it up. Yeah, you're never working a lot of days in a row. But then, but you know, conversely, you never get a lot of days in a row off, you know. Because the other thing they said in this article was that Saturdays, people think of rest days and Sundays. So you've rested on Saturday. Now you got to get all your shit done on Sunday, which to me, it's the opposite. I always try to oh, get yeah, tons done on Saturday opposite. and then rest more on sunday but um i don't know i guess i'm in this mode so the nfl season obviously Uh ended like two weeks ago or whatever so every sunday since september (laughs) i've been watching football like so so i've been in training to get things done on saturday in order yeah, to right just to watch football all day sunday so so i'm sort of in that mindset still right but but then um when it warms up i'm always thinking 
Saturday I have to do lawn work because I don't want to do it on Sunday. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I can't wait until it's warm and we can do lawn work again. I I yeah, was I don't know, it's not that bad still. I'm looking at do you see that blizzard out your window of the snow like just blowing off your house? That's a little wind. It's I, it's there's, cold. There's, and there's snow, snow. It's cold. Outside, it's wind. But, it's winter. But don't this, try to sell me this. It's not that bad shit. It hasn't. The only thing it has going for it, hasn't it is it's been that February. bad. No, it hasn't. It hasn't been that bad at, at all. And uh, and the sunset I think is at five twenty two. It's pretty late. Yeah. I was coming home it's last hopeful. night. There's, and I was like, but there's almost hope home. in the air. Yeah, yeah. There is. We're we're right. we're coming around the bend. We're almost, I'm hoping that this is the worst it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we there might be we had that warm day. Super Bowl Sunday was warm. Yeah, but there should it wasn't be, like fifty. Yeah, or I mean, I'm sure there's probably like a sixty degree day coming, and then like hopefully in March maybe we'll touch a seventy degree day or something. But this this is problems that some of you in your warmer climate climates don't have, jerks. Right. But we we cherish the warm days more because we have to go through this. That's what I keep telling myself. All right. Um, Monday is President's Day. So I had toyed with the idea of just making this episode a bunch of stories about presidents. Interesting stories. But then I realized as I was doing research for it that no matter how interesting some of the stories are, like I just don't want to hear that many story president stories so i figured if i don't want to hear it if even i don't want to hear it then you probably don't want to hear that many either so i just have a couple of crazy stories to tell theodore roosevelt okay his wife his daughter was born february 12th something 1884 or something two days later on Valentine's Day, his wife and his mom died the same day. Whoa. His, he was in New York, at the time he wasn't, he was, he was a New York State Assemblyman. And he was away in New York. And he thought that his wife, that his daughter was going to be born on Valentine's Day, which was the day that he and his wife uh, got engaged. A few years because, before, because uh, medical predictions were right. so accurate, back <laughs> right? Then. Right. So, so he didn't come back right. from Albany. That she was living in New York City. He didn't come back, and the so the daughter's born without him even being there. He gets noticed like on the thirteenth. Hey, your daughter was born yesterday. So he's like, all right, I'll go back. He gets back to find his wife like barely conscious, and it, like midnight that night, she's barely conscious. He holds her talks to her or whatever she survives like 12 more hours and dies in the afternoon of like a kidney disease that nobody knew that she had that was masked by the pregnancy so she died in the late afternoon and his mom died in the same house earlier that day of typhoid fever do you think if that happened today that he would be investigated I don't know. Because it doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. That's a bad look. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a bad day for sure. Right. I mean, and so, like, back then, like, he just gave his daughter to his sister to raise because he wasn't going to do it. It's like he wasn't going to be, like, a single dad. <laughs> Here, take this package. Yeah. I just can't handle it right, right. now. It's like uh, the opposite of, like uh, – uh, three men and a baby where the right. mom just like pawns it off but like <laughs> so gives it to her si- gives it gives yeah. the baby <laughs> gives the baby girl to his sister to raise for three years and then three years later he gets remarried and he's like all right we'll take her back so they take her back once once he gets remarried and raises her from there then but like okay definitely if that happened now he would be investigated yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so I, uh, that just, just the coincidence of that is just like pretty bad, pretty, pretty rough day. The other, um, 
just kind of crazy story that I, I told you, but I'll recount it again. So William Henry Harrison is president like way back, 1840, he's elected. His son is this guy named John Scott Harrison. His son is Benjamin Harrison, who becomes president. So John Scott Harrison is the only person in American history to be the son of one president and the father of another. Okay, so like 10 years before Benjamin Harrison becomes president, John Scott Harrison dies. So they, you know, they go to the funeral, they go to the cemetery. They're at the cemetery and they see that somebody, a young guy who had recently died from... Um, uh, gonorrhea? The, no, <laughs> no, not gonorrhea. Uh, tuberculosis. Okay. Close enough. Um, his grave is disturbed. Consumption. Consumption. That's what I was going to say, but I was like, I don't think anybody knows what consumption is. His grave is disturbed. They find out somebody has stolen his body. So they... They're burying John Scott Harrison. So Benjamin Harrison and his brothers are like, we don't want anybody to steal dad's body. Let's take some preventive measures. So they put like three heavy stones on top of his casket. They put, before they put the casket in, they put a, a concrete something over the casket and then three heavy stones over that. So like it's encased and they think that it's like fine. So, and the guy whose body was dug up was Benjamin Harrison's nephew. So the next day, one of John Scott Harrison's other sons, they get a tip that a body was delivered earlier, like at 3 a.m. to this, to the Ohio Medical College in Cincinnati. So John Scott Harrison's son thinks that it's this kid that just died of tuberculosis. So he and his cousin go and they say, hey, we want to look around. We think there's a body here. And the janitor's like, no, there's no body here, but you can look around. There's so no body. No body. No body. <laughs> no. So they, they, they're looking around and they see like cadavers around and like some people getting cut up or whatever. But they don't see any like intact bodies anywhere. And then so they're in the basement and in the ceiling they see a hole in the ceiling, like a tunnel hole in the ceiling. This is turning into so, a Hardy Boys book. Yeah, so they're like, what the hell is that? In case of the so, missing consumption. Yeah, so they they go they're looking around and they go up to the top level and they see a hole in the floor in the in the upstairs. So they're like, all right, that's exactly where the hole like what is the and in that the floor in the hole they see a rope. So one of the guys is like, pulls on the rope. Okay, there's something on the other end of this rope. So the guys pull this rope up and at the other end of the rope is a body. And they think, okay, they think that it's a body as they're pulling it up. They're they're pulling it up expecting to see this like 20-something guy that just died. Mm -hmm. They pull it up and they see at the other end of the rope a naked person with the body of an old man with a hood over his face they pull him up they take it take off his hood did they stumble upon a freemasons meeting (laughs) it's john scott harrison the benjamin harrison's dad who they just buried the day before who they encased in concrete and were sure that he wasn't going to get robbed they robbed his body from the grave that night, sent it to Ohio Medical College. So the very next day, his son found him. His own son found him hanging from the end of a rope. So other relatives that same day went to the John Scott Harrison's grave, saw that it was disturbed, called one of John Scott Harrison's other sons and said, hey, Somebody has robbed dad's grave. I mean, they didn't call him because the phone hadn't been invented yet, I think. But they went to see him. So that son goes to meet the son that's in Cincinnati at the Ohio Medical College. And he says, hey, dad's body, dad's grave has been robbed. And the other son says, yeah, I know. I found his body at the Ohio Medical College. And they got it back and they reburied him. But, like, the dude... And, like, the Ohio Medical College, like, defended the—I guess it was a kind of a common thing to rob graves and sell the bodies back then for science. So, like, 
all the faculty and everything were defending the the janitor and everybody that involved but so why did he have a hood on like why was he tied to a rope they that's how because that's how they got the bodies into the oh okay because they delivered it like in the basement and then they had to pull it up because they didn't have elevators or whatever so they had to pull it up to the upper floors where they were teaching or whatever so um and they found the young guy they found him at the university of michigan like in a pickled pickled in a in in brine in a barrel this was all in the summer he was in a barrel waiting for the new school year to start that fall for new medical students to come so they were just like preserving him in a barrel wow yeah so anyway two presidentials oh here's here's another thing this is just not a story but just a fact okay john tyler Mm-hmm. who took over for William Henry Harrison when William Henry Harrison died in 1840, 1841. John Tyler is president. John Tyler was born in 1790, I think, when George Washington was president, mm-hmm. okay? Born in 1790. His grandson is still alive today. Grandson. His grandson. He was born in 1790, 200 and 30 years later, How old is his he? grandson is still alive. So the way it worked is John Tyler had a son when he was like 73 years old. Okay. And then that son had a son when he was like 68 years old. And that son is now like 85. Wow. It's, it's the not, grandson. Like it's not... He, Yes, he's old. He's but, old, but, but not that right. Old. He's not 120. <laughs> but it just took like two generations of Tylers, like finding younger women who didn't mind having their children right. when they're 70 something years old. So, like, there's somebody alive today whose grandpa was born when George Washington was president. <laughs> That's just crazy. It is. And it's only a grandson you're right it's only a grandson yeah. not like your great great grandson right. or whatever like just a grandson like my grandfather was born in 1915 right so like it's not even you know that they covered an extra 125 years man those presidents those pre and like john Ty- the tylers man they they uh they must have taken care of themselves because they were still very very uh, fertile, fertile. <laughs> late, late in life. Anyway, that, that those are the kind of uh, facts you just don't get on other podcasts. Do you think grave robbers are hard workers? Do you think they get the Sunday blue or <laughs> Sunday scaries? Yeah, the Sunday scaries. Probably not. I mean, so. That's what I've always wondered on uh, murderers. They're kind of lazy. They're <laughs> they're willing to kill a person, but usually what gets them caught is that the body is buried in a shallow grave. <laughs> and anybody that knows the effort it is to dig a hole then can understand, like, of course, I'm just gonna put in a shallow grave. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not digging I'm not so deep. digging six feet. Yeah, with a shovel. Yeah. So the grave robbers have to. I mean, is it like they got to get down there easier yeah. with? Well, I mean, the soil's loose because it's already been dug. Still so digging. yeah, I mean, we're that's... still digging. And for for that guy that they robbed, they had to like drill into the casket they had to move those stones break through the concrete drill like those guys were hard the concrete probably wasn't even yeah probably wasn't even set yet yeah then the rocks are idiotic too they just gotta push them off right yeah that isn't doing anything yeah i don't but i mean yeah what do you think they got paid i mean i I don't know how much does a dead body go for on the market in 18 84, you know. Well, the universities wanted them, obviously. Right. They had to have been paying them well. Yeah. I, I don't would think. I mean, you'd have to it, you'd have to pay 
I mean, you know, maybe it's maybe it takes a special kind of person to be a grave robber, but you'd have to pay me a pretty penny to go and dig somebody up from a grave. Do you think that happens with now? Yeah. Or I don't I don't know. I mean, are are there enough I don't know if there's a market now voluntarily yeah, in their body, but probably so. I, I, I there's don't know. I mean, I, I haven't heard any, heard about it. I would think, you know, if there's grave robbing going on, I think probably what would be more likely. Do you hear about every car accident? <laughs> no. All right. No. But I, I think probably what's more likely is that there would be shady, um, like, funeral home people that would oh, yeah, like, yeah. take the body and, and donate. Because, like. When, That's a lot easier. Yeah, because, like, there are people who will pay to watch their loved ones get cremated just to be sure that they're actually cremated. Right. You know, and not not that it's somebody else that's that's having that done. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't think probably every single one is on the up and up, but um, it, it uh, has to be less common than it was, I'm sure. But... Interesting. I don't know, man. That's that's scary. I there. So, speaking of shallow graves, there. I don't know where I got both of these ideas, and I'm never going to murder anybody. So I'm not. This isn't a confession podcast. <laughs> no, no. I'm never going to murder anybody. So this is. I don't know this not, guy. <laughs> it's not. Uh, Although, may, wait, maybe somebody listening might. So maybe, yeah, I'm not going to share that. Okay. Uh, you you know one of the things I'm going to say because it's at the end of my book. The way a body is disposed at the end of my at the yeah. end of one of my books. Yes. So ah, there we go. A little teaser. If you want to know what I was going to say, buy a book called For the Trees by Brett Baker and read till the end, and you'll know exactly what I was going to say. That, that's good cross marketing right there. There you man. go. Heck Excellent. yeah. All right, um, let's see. What else do we have on this list of things to talk about? Okay, I, I'll be real interested to get your take on this. There's a story I read the other day about some movers in Italy that were moving this pianist's special piano that was like a hundred and something thousand dollars or three hundred and something mm-hmm. thousand dollars. I don't know. The super rare. Impre- supposedly it was the only piano in the world that has had four pedals on it okay. which I guess I mean what do they usually have three three so and it was a great piano but um, they were moving it and they dropped it and ruined it and the woman who owned it some like piano pianist I don't know what do you like a pianist yeah but like supreme pianist okay. or whatever i don't know she referred to it as she said she was devastated because the piano was her best friend mm-hmm. why That's why would music. that is the the power of music that a piano is your best friend yeah i mean that might be the only way she can express her like true self and and communicate with the world through through music. Absolutely, that sounds like a very one sided friendship to me. It could be, but I mean, I yeah, that's totally I totally legit. So you could probably hear me roll my eyes when I read her saying <laughs> the piano's my best friend. I'm like, come on, lady. You need this I feel about this the same way you feel about the Sunday scaries. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Like, I hear ya. Come on. The the pianos it's a pian it's a collection of wood and whatever else pianos Maybe made out of. She has social anxieties with people, and this is the only way that she feels normal. So or it's basically like Linus with his blankie, is what you're telling me. It could be, but let's talk about infant. This is way cooler, though. <laughs> like I'd like to hear her 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 uh, music. Actually, I, I would like to hear. 
I would like somebody who knows about music to hear her music on that piano and then hear her music on a different piano and see if they can tell the difference. Or whether it's like, is this, and maybe, maybe there's a huge difference. Maybe, I, I mean, I know nothing about music. I cannot differentiate music very well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the person to talk intelligently about this but I am the person to talk idiotically about it, which I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) But but like, I just, I don't know. I I hope she gets a new piano. I hope they make a new piano and it it makes her whole again. But Well, it won't have four pedals. Maybe it will if they made one for her because she had it made. I mean, it wasn't just something that she, you know, she they had it made. So like, you know, make another one. Yeah, it's not the same though. They should have just, yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And, like, they can't fix it because, like, the frame is bent and, like, right. I, I, I don't It's know. funny because... She didn't think it was funny. <laughs> but it's that, like... <laughs> who the hell drops a piano? Like, <laughs> yeah. like if that's a... You only, had one job! <laughs> if that's the thing, you're being called out to move. Right. How does that happen? How does that happen? Yeah. Errors happen, I understand. Yeah, mistakes happen. But like when you're moving a piano that expensive, I mean. Or we had, when we moved back out here years ago, when we moved from our old house, um, two people, we hired movers and two people came in and, and i'm like <laughs> hang on a second shouldn't there be like shouldn't four be or five of you? of you like we had a piano at the time yeah and and i'm just like hang on a second you're gonna move that piano because i'm not helping <laughs> right. that's why i hired that's you, why I, hired like, you. <laughs> I hired you so i wouldn't have to move shit yeah but you're gonna move this piano and this china cabinet and all this shit and yeah. they figured it out they did it yeah. they did awesome um, right but i wonder if it was one of those yeah they thought like they, yeah two people rolled in they're like do this all the time yeah. this lady's like oh shit not this yeah. you haven't right yeah yeah i mean i just can you just imagine having to be the person that makes that call to tell the woman that you dropped her piano. Right. That's, talk about the Sunday scaries, man. Well, we dropped your piano. And end of story. We fucking <laughs> dropped it. We dropped it. That's it. You can imagine what shape it is The insurance in covers it, but right. we dropped it. But we dropped it. And it's not going to sound very well, any, very good anymore. Sorry. Give us a good rating on Yelp still. <laughs> right. Can you give us a five-star review and tell your friends? (laughs) We didn't drop it on anybody, so at least there's that. Uh, All right, well, so if you have a piano to move, you know who not to call to move it. Although they were in Italy anyway, so they probably weren't going to call them anyway. All right, I think we made it through another one. Yes, yes, we did. And... Though I did not have laying ice, this podcast, I usually am am consuming it it while we are recording, I would still recommend having it. Actually, once this is over, I am going to have a glass of water with some nice laying ice because I want to make my mouth happy (laughs) and make my drink happy. Laying ice will be just the thing to do it. Exactly. All right, thanks for listening. Give us a five-star review. Tell your friends um, and come back next time for another episode. Thanks. All right, so I looked at my phone today, Sunday, at 3.58, and I picked it up to text you to see if you were had the Sunday scaries. <laughs> how, how if you were feeling down or anything. No. But then it was 3.59 and the minute passed, right. so I didn't do it. But did you hold up okay? I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, um, there weren't any issues. I had, um, let's see, around 3.54 o'clock, I was um, 
taking a shower. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So, so you were fine. I, think I was fine. You were fine. I I, uh, I was just getting ready to cook. I think. Or, yeah. uh, I, I no, that was later. I don't know. I was at home. I don't know what I was doing. But um, yeah, I haven't dreaded it. So the Sunday scaries. Although I think knowing that I was going to come here to record, right? It kind of extends the weekend. So I like, think, right, right. And I mean, knowing that. Work-wise, uh, Monday is pretty light. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like I can stay up until like 3 a.m. Yeah. So it's like a three-day weekend. Well, I'm not going to Without stay having President's Day off. <laughs> I'm not going to stay up till 3 a.m. Um, I did almost take a nap before I came over here, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I just kind of like ran out of time, and I was like, I don't want to just lay down for 25 minutes. So... Since we had that uh, episode where we mentioned the naps, yeah. have you taken one every day since then? No, no, oh, okay. no. Just I no. I just took no. I took a nap uh, the other night before I came over here. I think I told you I took a nap yeah, last Sunday. Yeah, yeah, last yeah. Sunday night. Yeah, um, and then like the Friday before that right. when I was sick. But yeah, other than that. All right, well, we made it through the Sunday scaries, or they haven't hit yet. I don't know. It's, uh, what time is it? 9.43 on Sunday, so right. maybe they're going to kick in, but we're, we're holding up okay. We'll be ready for them with alcohol. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to defeat these yeah. things. All right, anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, come back on Thursday for another episode.